0: Welcome back to another episode of the Big Asp Cornhole Podcast. I'm your host, Sean, and I'm here as always with my partner in crime, my brother from the same mother, Big Dane. What's up, dude?
1: Big Dane? Ooh, I feel special. I hey, know. everybody.
0: So we have an awesome episode planned for you today. Um, we're gonna be talking about an interesting topic that we've kind of seen across the Cornhole community about headphones. Yay or nay And our kind of thoughts about playing with them And the importance of Kind of the mental aspect of when you're playing Cornhole And at the end We have an outstanding interview for you guys today Just a A guy
1: guy you all know
0: Some guys you might already know No seriously The original goats of Cornhole Matt and Brett Guy from Guy Nation
1: Oh yeah Dude
0: it's going to be It's an epic interview I'm really excited for you guys to listen to it It's pretty awesome Okay, so before we get into our topics, a um, little update. We said in the last episode we were going to do the best of the bags episode, but before we get into that, Dane is going to uh, let us know what we're sipping on tonight.
1: Oh, thank you, Sean. Uh, you know, I wanted to keep with the, the theme since we have, you know, the guys on. We're sipping on some some stiff <sighs> bourbon. ooh. From down there in Louisville, Kentucky. That's uh, the uh, bullet bourbon. If you guys have never had it, then you're apparently not bullet bourbon fans. Because if you drink bourbon, you like bullet. It's delicious. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's my go-to bourbon. Uh,
0: it is very yummy.
1: I mean, figured Sunday night, what else do we have to do besides work tomorrow? Why it's not? snowing outside. Yeah, let's Why drink not? some bourbon.
0: Yeah, for sure. For Warm sure. your bellies. Okay, so... Best of the bag bracket, little update. All right, we've been posting um, some polls on our Facebook page, so if you have not checked it out, check out our Facebook page. Round one, all right? So we're in round one, current matchups. My... Reynolds and Game Changers Advanced.
1: Yeah, my... my... My strategy kind of backfired. Ultra Nation, you let me down.
0: Listen, it was an, it was a, way closer. It was I was a little a little uncomfortable it for a was, while. Yeah, it
1: was closer. Pro Advantage
0: edged out the Widow Bags from yeah, Ultra. I
1: really thought the the hype of the Widow Bag was gonna set me free and just kind of ruin your whole bracket. But here we stand, and Game Changers did exactly what I expected them to. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was not even just, close. They're though. they're
0: tough. But currently, right now, out there in the Facebook world, we have the poll up. Slide rights versus Mother Shuckers 911 bag. It's an epic back and forth match. Mother Shuckers came out strong. Their community came out and we're blowing them out of the water. I kind of called out Slide rights a little bit to see if all cornhole I would step up their game.
1: Dude,
0: collusion. I'm telling you what, this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited to see who's going to pull it out at the end. So it's it's kind of fun.
1: So Mother shuckers, I knew you guys would come out and represent. And again, I think Sean kind of sold you out. So blame him. Up. Blame him because Dude, uh, I'm
0: zero and one on this podcast so far with bets, so I won on this one.
1: I mean, this one's not even for anything, so
0: for sure. And then our other matchup we have right now,
1: yeah. Uh, so we the other one is uh, I picked EA bags, uh, the is so good, assassins. The oh, oh it is, yeah. And then uh, Sean picked the uh, razor spears. Correct. Razor Nation has come out strong. They have a a lead right now, which doesn't surprise me. They have a big following down in the, I I think, like Arizona area and stuff. Um, But EA fans, come on, Cleveland. Cleveland Cornhole, everyone that has EA bags. Give them some love. Vote for EA Assassins on this one. And I know
0: just us personally, we have a set. We are the big fans of the Assassin's Bags. Super,
1: super underrated bag. For sure.
0: And then um, speaking of EA, he just dropped a new release. He did. He's coming out with some sweet new designs. So, again, check out EA boards and bags. Um, Really cool stuff. Great bags. He had a really tough matchup that first yeah, round. But, I mean,
1: he. A, honestly, you can never snub a great bags from a great player. No, for if, sure. You know yeah. you know, he knows what he's doing. So. For
0: sure, for sure. So keep checking our Facebook page for the polls. Um, I've been keeping up the polls for about 48 hours, and then we post two more. So uh, we'll kind of move on and just keep checking it out. And we'll thank you for the feedback and all the votes and everything. It's really taking off, and yeah, uh, we're and having a good time.
1: Everyone talking about losers' brackets and stuff. I don't think so. Maybe maybe when it's all said and done, we'll, we'll run a losers <laughs> bracket. But they're losers for a reason. We don't give out you know participation trophies here. Not in cornhole. Yeah, not in cornhole.
0: For sure. Okay, so let's let's kind of move on here. So an interesting topic. I don't know if you want to call it hot topic, but I think an interesting topic that's come up across the cornhole community is the use of headphones while you are playing. Okay, Yay or nay, <clears throat> Dame. What do you say?
1: You know, I'm actually. So I'm a guy that. I've worn headphones in the past, mm-hmm. um, only in singles, though, Okay. and only in big competitions. So I wore them in conference, regional, singles.
0: Which, by the way, seemed to work. Yes. You placed third uh, in singles yeah, I, in conferences. I usually
1: uh, have done well rocking the headphones in singles, but doubles, I love talking to the other person. I feel like it kind of...
0: Which is me up. most of the time.
1: Oh, I mean, when we're playing as partners, but I like talking to the guy immediately to... The right or left of me. True. You know, kind of have them fall into a false sense of security. And, you know, if sometimes if people feel a little lax, maybe that one bag falls off the left hand side a little more often than if they're super focused. So I don't see any right or wrong to it. I think it's user preference. I know some people feel slighted if they're not able to chit chat to the person next to them. I don't care, I'll still talk. I love to hear myself speak. So. so
0: when I practice, I typically have headphones in. All right, if I'm just outside by myself throwing, I have headphones in. I never played with headphones in, but I had not. I don't want to call it like a slump. I just I feel like I've been hard on myself recently. We moved up a division. There's been some shots that I missed that I I know that I can hit. Um, I just don't feel like I've been playing up to the level I I have been in the past. So it was actually your idea. Mm -hmm. You told me after, I think, uh, week two or something, like, dude, throw in the headphones, get lost, stop being in your head. And it seemed to work. I I really, I did like it. Um, I know the guys standing next to me, like you were saying, I think they get a little frustrated when they try to chit-chat. But I've said before on previous episodes, I'm not very chatty during the game. I'm pretty competitive. I like to... I think a lot when I'm playing and I think sometimes to my detriment.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and you that's one of your biggest things that you always tell you t- you're telling me all the time is, dude, get out of your head, stop thinking. I try not to. Like I try and I I don't necessarily wallow on one bad bag, but I'm just I'm constantly thinking, I'm like, Okay, what's his score? All right, this is his move. What should my next move be? What's the perfect bag to throw here? And sometimes it works to our advantage and other times more recently not to our advantage so i do think the headphones work and like you said i don't think there's right or wrong i think that whatever you're comfortable with screw what everyone else thinks if you want to rock out headphones rock out headphones singles doubles it doesn't matter do what is comfortable for you
1: hey outside of the outside of playing as long as you know that person's cordial with you who cares what's happening in the game at the end of the day it's a battle that you're going up to i mean you know it's funny to call it cornhole battle, but with everyone being as good as they are nowadays it's it's exactly that. I mean, you got to take every advantage you think you need stepping up to that board in order to win. If headphones is it, take it
0: and I think it comes down to we've said before that we're kind of we're newer in this game, all right? We're coming up on a year playing competitively, and when we're practicing, you know you it's very important when you're first starting out to get muscle memory, all right, So to practice, just get the slide shots, get the feel. Of different boards and everything, and I think we've been playing enough to where our muscle memory is there. Okay, like we can hit, we can hit all the shots. I mean, mean, we have good nights and bad nights.
1: Usually short, but after that, you know, I feel like I got a lot. Yeah, you know what I
0: mean. Like it, it does. We kind of feel it out. So the muscle memory is very important when you're first starting. But what we're realizing now that we're starting to play better competition is just how big the mental aspect of the game is. Oh yeah, it's everything. And that's and I think that's where the headphones kind of play in with me definitely. Is it just it allows me to not focus on everything else around me and allows me just to kind of lock in and not think about things as much.
1: So I'm curious what do you what are you listening to?
0: I listen to a little bit of everything. Actually, at league the other night, um, the Wi-Fi was a little shoddy, so I had to go with whatever was on my phone. So that's the first thing that like came high up.
1: School music? <laughs> no, it was no
0: no no. It was actually the first thing that came up was Hamilton the musical.
1: Oh. Lovely.
0: <laughs> Dude, I actually, I love that. Um, so I kind of rocked with it. Listened to Hamilton Musical. A um, little bit of everything. But, I'm a theater guy, too. So I mean, a little sublime can see that. rap, rock. I mean, I can listen to everything. I mean, it doesn't really bother me at all. I just like having something there next to me, in my ears, just knowing that, like, hey, even if you miss a shot, enjoy the song. You're good. So it's helped me. I do think it helped, and it's something I think I'm going to continue to do.
1: But I, mean, I know when I had my, my run at conference, I was only listening to Elton John.
0: Are That's you serious? Elton
1: John's greatest hits on loop. No, I he did not know that. It. Yep. Seriously. Whole time. Yep. Elton John. Yeah, and then uh, I doubt he's <laughs>
0: ever played cornhole before. Or he has he. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's be
1: serious now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> Cheers. On that Double entendre.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. But mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, wouldn't you agree that the mm-hmm. mental aspect has played a bigger part now that we, not that we're struggling, but now that we're in games and we're not winning and we're not going, you know. 20 and 0 in a season kind of thing, you know, now I mean, that we're... I think
1: I think now like the level that we're playing at, it's before we used to be like, okay, chances are the team that we're facing is going to have an off round and we're going to get some points. Correct. We're at the level now where we feel like every single round we got to we got to hammer it out. We down.
0: have to throw our best to yeah. just get points. Yeah,
1: and I think we need to take that pressure off ourselves a little bit cuz I agree. You know, even if they score a seven spot on us randomly, like we have the we fully have capabilities of doing that ourselves. we just gotta stay in the match, so all in all we'll we'll be fine I mean so
0: i so I'm interested um listeners out there, hit us up on Facebook, all right, let us know what do you do to kind of take yourself out of the game mentally, okay? you want to be there, obviously, you want to be present, but what do you do to kind of distract yourself so that you don't think about it, and so that the mental aspect of the game doesn't hinder you, but rather it helps you. Do you do meditation? Do you do deep deep breathing during it? I mean, there's a thousand different things you can do. Do you listen to music? Do you like it? And if you don't like it, why don't you like it? Is it because if you're playing doubles, you can't communicate with your partner? Which I call bullshit. There's these things called iPods, iPads, whatever, Uh, air, whatever. AirPods. AirPods, yeah. I don't even know what the hell they're called. You just take it out of your ear and I can hear I mean, it's not that hard.
1: Don't, I'm sorry for all of our younger listeners. Sean is a little bit older. He's, <laughs> what are you, 33 now? I'm 33, yeah, All right. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It's it's hard for him to know this, know this new age technology. For sure. But yes, they are AirPods.
0: Those tweeters and all yeah, that
1: stuff. Yeah, get on that tweeter and that th- book face.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay. But yeah, just let us know your feedback. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We like interacting with you guys and everything. So, uh, I guess, uh, do you have anything else on the mental aspect of the game?
1: Um, I mean... As far as I take the mental aspect is uh, about what I wake up every morning thinking, which is just get through it.
0: <laughs> I mean, because you're, you're pretty calm, cool, and collected for the most part. I mean, you do get upset, do, but... like
1: my, I try to limit my frustration to just being, like, in between my throw. Like, just sometimes I'll, like, punch a bag or something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, a little twinch and then I'm back in it, and I'll usually make that next bag.
0: But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you, that, that's the one area I think that you've improved in the most since we've started. Was that it, you used to and you know take me if I'm if I'm wrong, but when we first started playing, if you had a bad first bag, forget that whole round. Oh, no, it
1: was yeah, it was weighing on me big time. But if like, you
0: had two consecutive bad rounds, forget about the game.
1: Now now I think if I miss that first bag, ten's still a hard score to beat.
0: For sure, that's like what I'm saying, that's... and I think that you've really improved in that aspect, which yeah. is, I, I think that's why you have did so well at, like, at conferences, and why you've been throwing so lights out, it's just the fact that if you don't put the first bag in, you shake it off and you do well. I need to get to that point, I know that, and you've been telling me that for several weeks yeah, now. Yeah, I
1: mean, just, like, you guys listen to us, um, and I, I am the first to say that Sean is a better thrower than me. He whoops my butt every time we face off like solo and stuff in the backyard, that's pressure free. And I see it Correct. all the time. I mean, he hits shots that you don't see every day. And then when we get to playing competition, sometimes it gets to him. I Like, you'll overcome it. I know you will. I know. Just, and it, it just takes time. We gotta I keep telling. It I just
0: have to throw my way out of it. Yeah. I mean, in one of these days, I'm going to have that round or that night where I'm just going to be locked in. And yeah. I feel like when I'm locked in... I can compete with
1: anybody. Yeah, it's all a confidence thing, just
0: It just feels, for me, like it's been so long since I've had one of those nights. So I feel like I'm just in a little bit of a rut. So I've been trying not to get down on myself. I just need to keep throwing, and I know I'll figure it out. But we talked about before, it's going to help us now that we've decided. We're going to pick one or two bags to really stick with and get through uh, regionals and then get through nationals. And then if we want to start trying out different stuff again, but at least in competition... We want to kind of just focus on that and see how well we can do.
1: Really, we just need to save our money, you know, up until Nationals. And after that, you know, we can start buying bags again.
0: Oh, for sure. For (laughs) sure. For sure. For sure. All right. So, it is plug time. Shameless plugs. Shameless plug time. Oh, he got the horn. Finally got my rap horn. What? (laughs) All right. So I've I've wanted that for a long time. Anyways, so if you are trying to get in contact with us, we are on Twitter, at Big Ass Cornhole. And then on Facebook, Dane.
1: Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. And uh, again, we we were talking about our polls. Check those out, please, for the bags. Uh, Support your favorite bags. Ones that maybe you threw once and you liked them and you've never bought them yourself, but... We're getting tons of votes, and it's fun to see. I wanna, I wanna see who comes out on top. Yeah,
0: that's what I love. I, still, I like seeing the votes. I like seeing people comment on the, their opinions, even if I think, if I, even if I think they're wrong. I don't care. I just love seeing people comment and stuff. And then again, if you, while you're on our page, if you could drop us a like, leave us a review, especially if you're on Apple um, Podcast. If you can drop us some stars, particular—I mean, we prefer five. Leave us a review; we greatly appreciate it. We'll reach out. We'll send you something. All right, just give you a little bit of incentive. We
1: demand it. That's true. I mean, we are giving giving you you quality stuff. It's it's gold.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. It's
1: gold. And guys, we're about to interview the guys for sure. Sweet.
0: So we were saying going into this, I was a little nervous going into this interview—not nervous, but excited. I mean, these it's are the goats energy. of Cornhole. Yeah, so, I mean, guys, I mean, we're bringing you a really cool interview. I'm super excited. They were really gracious enough to give us some time for the interview. So, I I, I hope you guys enjoy the interview. It's going to be lights out.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if you guys don't know who these two are, listen back to last episode. The the champion, uh, what, Dil, uh, Dalton, Dalton McClemm, yep. actually said that Matt Guy was his idol. So, that's who we are interviewing now, and... I'm telling you, this guy's resume is next to
0: none. And his son is a lights-out shooter as well, Brett. So, stay tuned for the interview, but until then, we hope you throw it straight, and it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. Welcome to the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast interview, where we are joined by a couple of, you know, pretty decent cornhole players. No, but seriously, uh... The Ghost of Cornhole, Matt and Brett Guy. Guys, seriously, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. We greatly appreciate
2: it. No problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah, our pleasure.
0: All right, all right. So, Matt, let's start with you. All right. Yeah. How did you first get into Cornhole, and, like, how long have you been playing now?
3: Uh, first got into it, um, played at a party, like, in 1995. Um, of course, my background is horseshoe pitching. I did that for 20-something years. Okay. But um, 1995 was at a party and they had cornhole and that was the first I had ever seen it. And it was, you know, very basic boards, big fat corn bags. And I was, you know, they invited me to play and I was making three out of four. I was like, this is easy. You know, it was just a natural, <laughs> it was just a natural transition. I just threw it like I would throw my horseshoe and they went in the hole. okay And then uh, the year 2000, I seen a sign out in front of a sports complex that said cornhole tournament. I was like, oh, I remember playing that. That was pretty good. So, um, at the time I grabbed my, my oldest brother and me and him went and played in. I think we went two and two, but that kind of, kind of started the itch right there.
0: So Matt, when did you first realize how good Brett was? Was it like first time he beat you?
3: Uh, no, he was, I think 11 years old Yeah. And uh, you know, I went down to my dad's barn to practice a little bit, and he was like, Dad, can I go with you? I was like, sure, you know. And he just kind of started trying to learn, and I just kind of tried to teach him as we went, um, getting in the game. But, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't give him nothing. I made him earn his wings. I think it was about the age of right on the verge of 14, 15, where I said, okay, you've earned your spot. You're good enough to be my partner now. Let's go. And we've been playing <laughs> together ever since. I got yep. this. But we played. He probably played against me from eleven to sixteen years old, maybe seventeen, before he ever won a game against me. So, dad didn't lay down for nothing. He had Hey, this is a tough learning curve, man. Yes, it is. Brett, how good was that feeling when you first beat
0: him? Do you remember? Oh, this? it was
2: great. I mean, I'm sure you remember the exact beating, day, the time, when the weather was. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> beating your father in any acti- in any sporting or any activity. I mean, it's a great accomplishment. It means sure. you look up to your father as the number one, the best person. So for me to beat him when I was that young, it was just the most
0: amazing thing in my life, the moment. So, Brad, going going a little bit deeper into that, um, you get into the sport. How was it having, like, you're, I mean, you're, you're playing with your dad. I mean, and yeah. I, obviously getting into it, you know who your dad was and how successful he'd been. Mm-hmm. Was that hard for you when you first got in? Uh, at first,
2: yeah. At first it was, it was just because of all the pressure of being at that same level. Everyone was thinking I had to be at that same level. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. And, but I feel like I made my own mark, and that pressure is now gone. It's not even existing anymore. I have my own name, my own history with the game. So I, When I was younger, yeah, it bothered me a bit of how hard I had to play harder than other people. I had to work harder. But it was still
3: it was still um, a good thing and I still love doing it and I'm pretty what? intense partner. So I'm sure I did. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't make it easy. on No, him. no, he did not.
1: Definitely putting up
3: with me and handling me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know, we, we wanted to touch on, uh, the, the father son dynamic, but, you know, playing as, as, as father son, um, you know how, how does how do you guys approach that as a you know as a family team i mean we, we ourselves throw together as brothers um, i feel like it's a little bit different dynamic as father son like do you like Brett, do you ever like you know shrug off whatever he tells you just cuz you know all that's the what time. dad says and... <laughs> <All
2: the time. laughs> most of the time it
3: don't work out for me but i still do it all right there you go there you go so is and, there any uh, any, yeah, nurses, nurse. though, is there any friction ever there's definitely yes. moments of "f you" and "f you," and then uh-huh. five minutes later, let's go grab a beer. We're cool. Yeah. I mean, let's just you know, That's, that's yeah, competition. That's more general. That's That's intense. I mean, adrenaline's flowing. It happens, but you know, yeah, there's been five, real- five minutes later. He's hugging me, and I'm hugging him, and we're having a
0: beer. Yeah, yeah there's I mean, and fortunate for you guys, you guys have been obviously crazy successful, so you have more hugging moments than, you know, mad moments, I'm sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but there's been moments where it, it's gotten very heated very fast. Did it, it ever come little... to a point where you guys actually seriously consider not playing together as partners? No. no never.
2: No. Never.
0: Okay. Nope.
2: But it, it's gotten heated enough to where we uh,
3: had to walk away from each other a lot. The only time I told him to go find a new partner was when – he was absolutely on fire that year and that's when i was just in my funk and couldn't do nothing and i just i was like dude you're playing way too good to have me drag you down go get somebody you can win with but he he stuck by yeah, me, what's so what's your funk? A, your funk is your funk like tens no my funks was like i'd missed the board literally just what? missed the board it was bad. yeah it was it was bad <laughs> and it's then i found weird. the wonders of alcohol and it straightened all that out yeah, right. I mean, hey, we can speak to that. We're uh sipping a little bourbon it may, and yeah, on tonight,
1: it, so. it, may, so, it may impair your driving, but it improves your core so mobility. The drawback sure, sure. of
3: that is it also increases my adrenaline or anger, volatility. volatility. <laughs> and yeah, I, t- <laughs> I tend to get angrier when I don't perform well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. All okay, right, so let's let's
0: switch uh let's switch gears here a little bit. Yep. So I, I don't think it's any secret that you guys have been pretty, I mean, obviously, you guys have been crazy su- successful. And you guys have been throwing Reynolds for a while now, correct?
2: Yeah, pretty much ever since he pretty much came out with them. Okay, so which, which you
0: guys do you guys play with the Pro Edge Speed?
2: No, we throw with the Victories now.
0: Oh, you do the throw with the Victories yeah. now. Okay, yeah, what, did guys, what did you guys what did were you originally throwing with the Pro Advantage? Pro Edge.
2: Speed?
3: So we went we went from Pro Touch, okay, to Pro Advantage to Pro Speed, pro to Victories, and now he we just got some Pro X bags that were. Gonna test the market on, and so, in, in singles I threw the XLs before the
0: victories. Yeah,
3: yeah. okay, XLs, oh, yeah, I yeah. yeah. Now, what, what made you?
0: Why Reynolds? Like, what made you guys love the Reynolds bags? I mean, no, I don't know if you've listened to our show at all. All right, but on our first episode ever, we kind of confessed our secret love for Reynolds bags. <laughs> the Pro Advantage was a bag that we felt helped to at least be competitive as we we're new players. It kind of helped mm-hmm. us take to that next level of playing with competitive and advanced level players so why rentals bags
2: to me they, they're just the best feeling bag in your hand i mean it any, every bag they have feels comfortable in the hand it plays well and it's just a great bag in my opinion it's the best bag out
0: there okay did you guys do you guys ever try different bags or are you guys just like hey we're Reynolds? and i, I know I, I know you you're, you're sponsored correct but you, do you ever try stuff? Like, I mean, there, I don't know if you pay attention at all, but there's some crazy markets out there right now. Yeah, these, yeah, like ultra bag widows. Like, they're going for yeah. two hundred dollars a set. Yeah. Does that we've, ever pique your interest and you want to try? We've tried them. We've
2: tried them, and it has. But I'm, I just love the. We just love the Reynolds
3: bags too much, man. They just, okay. they're just that perfect. So, so bags are literally insane right now. I mean, it's just crazy the way the bag market's gotten. I mean, it's, it's off the hook. But My take is you either stay back or you move forward with it. So you're always looking for the next greatest, best right now. It's at a point of easiest falling in the whole bag. That's, that's the world we live in now. So, um, Jeff keeps coming out with new and inventive bags. So, I mean, and he's always been our guy. So, you know, I, I've always been a man of my word. I told him I'd stick with his bags and he's been true to his word on coming up with latest and greatest bags. And Mm -hmm. My opinion is you throw it down the middle, you're going to be fine. I don't care what you're throwing, but, you know, there's definitely so advantages it, to different bags, no question. So, Matt, you, you said
0: before you've been around the game since, like, 95, right? Yep. And it probably sounds like you maybe really got into it, like, 96, right around there.
3: Yeah, Can, you around, 2000, when you, yeah around
0: 2000, yep. Around 2000. When you first got into it, did you ever think that it was going to get to this level? Like, did you ever think you were ever going to see Cornell, like, regularly on ESPN?
3: when i first started playing the game absolutely not cuz i mean it was it was just at fairs or bars or party you know there was nothing organized about it it was just tournaments and back in the day it was when you'd go to a tournament there'd be 12 sets of boards well you had 12 different sets of boards and 12 different shapes and fills and kinds of bags so okay Every game was a different adjustment from game to game. You had to adjust your throw to the junk you were playing on. That's just the way it was oh, back then. It was every bag was yeah. adjustment. Of yeah, the I mean, it was just crazy. But then, in you know, two thousand and six, when the uh, ACO first kind of started coming on the scene, and that was Frank's dream. You know, from the early days, was you know, hey, I'm going to make us a national sport, and we're going to be on TV. So that's kind of when my dream started was kind of when the ACO came on the scene, but their vision and idea. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cause it's,
0: I mean, just today, I mean, just in, we're talking 20 year period here. It, it's unbelievable. Just how far it's gone. And even like you we were talking about before, just the bag game itself and how much like these guys are doing research into mm-hmm. finding new materials to, better the game and the one thing I I found interesting is that the people that were in the game kind of in the beginning stages just how fast the bags have gotten oh yeah yeah. Yep. are you I'm surprised that the, the bags have gone this way
2: no because it makes it for an easier player to slide
3: no mm-hmm. Not at all. I mean you look at where bowling balls were 20 years ago same thing yeah. you look at where golf clubs were 20 years ago same thing. I mean, just you know, newer ideas, newer, newer thoughts, newer things. Yep. I got you. Got you. All right. So, uh, switch gears a little bit away from the bag.
1: So, uh, Brett, we just wanted to get your take real quick. Um, you know, going into a match, what, what what is your like opening mindset when you just step up to the board? No, uh,
2: I just tell myself to stay relaxed. Let your shoulder just and your shoulder and your arm just do the work. Just let it let it swing and let it go. Just walk in calm-minded.
1: Calm you know, growing up, my uh, I used to pitch all the time. My dad would always say, like, don't aim it, just throw it. Yeah. That's something that I've always taken into consideration for a cornhole, too. Just trust your body. And yep. this whole episode, we, we had a whole snippet on the, you know, the mental side of the game. You know, we noticed since we stepped up, it's kind of become the highlight. That's the, that's what separates the men from the boys. So the next level up is all the mentality. So yeah. I'm glad you said that, like, stay, stay relaxed. I mean, it's definitely the key to it.
2: Yeah, that's one big thing that people don't realize is how big mentally this game is. Because it, it takes a hard toll to be up there for hours throwing a bag in a hole. Because you got games yeah. that go almost two hours long. That's going to take a lot of mental pressure
3: to go oh, that sure.
2: two hours of just throwing bags. So as long as you're calm-minded and
0: don't try to throw the bag, you should be golden. So like when you guys go, let's say you guys are going into a doubles match, right? And Mm -hmm. it's, let's say it's a team that you've played a bunch of times. Do you guys strategize before that match? Or do you guys just say, listen, we know we're good. All right. We just, you just go in and throw, or do you guys try to have a strategy going into the match? No, no, just going, going, throw throw. (laughs) and All right. So all y'all listeners, all right. All you newbies out there, they're trying to come up with these strategies. You're hearing it from the two best players in the world here. Just go and throw the freaking bag. Don't think yeah. about it, right?
3: My mindset's always been, if I don't miss, I don't lose. Yeah. There, I know. At yeah, the beginning. Is.
0: You put up 12, you can't give, You can't lose.
2: At the beginning of the tournament, before they even call matches out, like before warm-ups and all that, I walk up to him and say, what end you want? He says, I don't care. So I walk to the other end, and that's where we
0: stay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now now do you, let's, let's touch on that just a little bit, all right? It was, it's, it's an interesting aspect. You guys are at a tournament, right? you guys are obviously you guys are famous all right you go on to corn you go on to youtube right and type in cornhole you guys are coming up right -hmm. when i first got into it i watched tons of videos in our last episode we kind of went over um our favorite throw styles and matt i had said that like i kind of i kind of emulated your throw style for a long time i had the big step and throw i've since changed but when you guys step up to the boards right You have a mental edge. I think automatically, because I don't care who you are. If I saw it, me and my brother are playing you guys, we might not act like it, but in our heads, we know that you guys were just, do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you guys try to take advantage of that? Do you think that plays a big part of now why you guys are like continued success all these years?
3: Sure. I mean, they're a little more tense because of who they're playing. So their muscles are a little tighter. So their shot might be. Might not be as smooth as it was the match before. I mean, that definitely plays into it. But yes. in the opposite side of that, though, is they come in more
2: fierce and ready to fight us true to too. the very end. That's true. Too. And that's
0: what I'm saying because every match you guys play, it's like the other team Super Bowl. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. pretty much. Every you match. know what I mean?
0: Like <laughs>
3: every match. Yep. I
0: mean, I, I mean, everyone's trying to take out the top dog all the time. So you guys have always got to be ready. And I think that's what's so impressive that you guys have been able to stay on top for so long. See,
2: I hate saying this because I'm a Jets fan. But it's like they being the New England Patriots of cornhole, they win all the time. Nobody likes it, but they do
0: it. Listen, man, we're Browns fans. All right, <laughs> Jets. All right, so you know, so you, we, know, we know the really long,
1: you know the struggle. You <laughs> <We> know <laughs> so, the struggle. struggle.
0: We got it. Okay, so I wanted to, I wanted to go into a little bit about um, one of the things our listeners really like to hear about from, especially like high-level players, is their practice. Okay, now, Matt, you, you've, you guys have posted some freaking epic videos of, like, your practice sessions, if you want to call it, where you're just doing these crazy <laughs> trick shots. So, first, I have to ask you, is that your form of practice now, or is that just for fun?
3: So, I'll let Brett talk about practice first. Yeah, go All ahead. I got to say is, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't, <laughs> don't practice.
0: practice. Just all muscle memory from, you know, those yeah, years. Yeah, my practice is and, the,
2: the hour or two before the tournament, and they're down and back before the game. That's it do you
0: you think think people over practice sometimes do what do you think people over practice sometimes
3: yeah you can over practice yeah if you a bad practice is not a good practice any practice has has to be a good practice um training your muscles to do what you want them to do if you're not practicing well the best thing to do is stop and try another day when you are practicing good because you just teach yourself bad bad muscle memory but um as far as practice goes so yeah I'll call Brad, hey, you want to practice? Yeah, I'll practice tomorrow. Hey, you ready to go? <laughs> I don't <add> <laughs> nah. So, um, I used to really, honestly, I used to never, hardly really, I would practice like two weeks prior to the World Championships, and that was my practice. Um, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I've noticed I don't play as well if I don't get some practice in. So, you know, I do try to squeeze at least some in now more than i used to and it does but what is a practice I...
0: session like for you are you just throwing or are you trying to put yourself in certain scenarios you know putting blockers down like what are you doing uh,
3: my practice session is slide 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 airmail walk okay. slide 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 airmail walk slide slides i mean that's what i do okay. um, i will take breaks where i'll just throw nothing but air mails for a while you know just trying to fine-tune that shot but i'm i'm not like playing game situations or playing against a ghost score or nothing like that. I'm just throwing, but I'm every time I throw, I'm focusing on my timing, my muscle memory and my pushing, how am I letting go? You know, I'm just constantly focused on that kind of stuff other than trying to hit game situation shots or playing the ghost. I'm focused on what I'm doing and how I'm throwing and what works and what don't work. And real quick on that subject, I've been in many tournaments where, I've gone out, and we're all human, right? Some days the shot is not there. I mean it just ain't going to happen. You can beat a dead horse, but it ain't coming back so in the middle of many tournaments, I'm like, screw it, I'm changing my shot because it ain't working you know so
0: so if you had any advice for both of you guys, or this is for both of you guys, if you have any advice for beginning players right, um whether it be guys like us that are trying to you know we we're we're kind of stuck in this area right now where we moved up to competitive and we're playing some advanced and we're kind of like middle of the road, right? You know, we win some, we lose a lot. Sure. Or whether it's somebody that's just starting. What's your, like, what's the biggest advice that you guys can give to players?
2: Um,
0: my biggest advice would be
2: don't get scared of when you're playing one of the big name players. I mean, we're all human. Anybody can be beaten. That is one thing that needs to be stated. Anybody can be beaten on any given day. So as long as you just stay focused, keep that calm mind like i said earlier you can beat anybody good so,
3: stuff more bud light
0: <laughs> <laughs> i will take that a yeah, second <laughs> that one so,
3: but um, no seriously i mean even like you mentioned you know if we're playing against a heated rival or something um i'm not playing against them i'm playing against that hole like i said if i'm throwing my bags down the middle in the hole i'm not getting beat I'm just plain and simple so i just try to play against me and the board and the hole. I got rather you. Than, rather than my opponent.
0: All right, so one one last like hornhole related question. You guys are primarily ACO players, correct? Now,
3: yep, yep.
0: Do you mind if I ask why? Why are you playing ACO versus ACL? Um, just kind of if you could shed some light onto that.
2: In my mind, their biggest draw to, for me is the atmosphere. The ACO okay. has a much friendlier, family atmosphere. You go to okay. the ACL and you got um, big groups. There's just so many people that you can't talk to everybody and see everybody and watch all the big matches. The ACO, you could t- get the chance to at least talk to every single person there. And you can still watch all the big matches. And it's just the atmosphere for me is what draws me there.
3: All right. So. The ACO is—I mean, they were—they were the first organization there, right? Correct. Start, started no 6 They've had fourteen world championships. I've won eight of them. Uh, me and Brett's won two of the doubles. And I mean, our roots were sown there. Our history's there. I mean, we're the—we're the face of the organization. There's no doubt about it. I mean, have we played ACL? Absolutely. I mean, we play as much as we can. Um, we'd still be playing ACL if, you know, they wouldn't try to make it exclusive to only play in their league if you want to be a pro. You know, I just I don't agree with that decision at the moment. So you know, I'm I've chosen not to sign and be an ACL pro because I don't want to just play as an ACL pro. I want to play everywhere with everybody. That's my and the
0: re- And the reason I wanted to ask is because one of my favorite shots of all time is when Brett hit, um, I believe it was an ACL competition, mm-hmm. when it was on ESPN, he hit that big airmail drag. And I'm sure you guys yep. know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, yep. he tons of airplay and all that stuff. And,
3: mm-hmm. um, and
0: that was right around the time like when I first started watching Cornell. And then. Saw who you guys were, and I'm like, oh, cool, father, son. So I started watching more videos, and I just realized that, all oh, these guys didn't just hit one big shot one time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yep, these guys right? have been kicking ass for years and years, and these guys are freaking awesome. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I appreciate you just shedding some light. I didn't know, like, kind of what the situation was. So.
3: so, you know, and I will – let me, if I could expand on that a little bit more. You no, know, please, so. please. So, you know, um, this year, I mean, I literally have to say I was 50-50 on – do I sign ACL? Because I've seen what they've done. They've done some absolutely fabulous things with the ESPN. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They've gone leaps and bounds and made great movement for the sport. Um, So I was really 50, 50 on stay ACO or, or go sign and just play ACL. But um, in my heart, I wanted to stay ACO because again, that's where my roots were sown. And that's, you know, I'm the face of the organization and, um a lot of talk with frank gears and eric heinerman on where exactly the acl was set to go and where they were going to go and what the future holds because at the end of the day we got to do what's best for guy nation i mean you for know sure um loyalty is one thing but we got to do what's best for us so you know listening to what frank and eric had to say i kind of took their word that i trust whether moving things and what's going to happen with them. So right now it's still kind of a, a, wait and see, you know, and I still, you know, um, actions speak louder than words. So I need to see some action. So we'll see what the future brings. appreciate it.
1: Fantastic. You know, since you we, got uh, the scoop there, you got, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back a little bit where I want to, I want to hear what you guys do for fun outside of cornhole. You know, everyone you know hears about everyone going to tournaments all the time. Just lighten this up after that series. Yeah, man. I mean that was that was a little serious for our show specifically. <laughs> we 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 like to kind of dick around here. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, what do you guys enjoy doing outside of Court Hall? Uh I I
2: like I just love hanging around with my kids. I got a son who's three and a daughter who just turned one, and I just love getting running around with them and playing with them and everything like that. My son, he's i love it because uh i got my son big into wrestling and so he's a big wrestling fan he's got like 30 different wrestling action figures now they always to wrestle when we get home when i get home from work and everything so that's that's probably my funnest, is my favorite thing to do on my downtime just wrestle with my kids
1: awesome yeah is that the same for you you want to just wrestle your, your son next to you there. <laughs> I did that a long time we
3: ago, had, a long time ago. Um, but now, I mean, other than cornhole, you know, I work a lot, um, Monday through Friday, I work 12 hour days. That's just part of life. Um, and then, you know, beyond that really don't do a whole lot other than cornhole, you know, when I'm not playing cornhole, I'm spending time with the family. That's pretty much it. Um, you will catch me karaokeing every now and then. That's kind of my other fun thing I do. But no, it's just—it's really just spending time with the family.
1: I'm a karaoke
3: champion. He is. Yeah. He is. I I he is. Is. So,
0: Matt, what's your go-to song, my man?
3: Pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. Oh, oh there you go.
0: Now, Brett, you're you're smiling. Is he, uh, can he? Can you can you hold his own? On we the
2: uh, <laughs> we, a couple of years ago during the Super Bowl, we did a Super Bowl halftime karaoke show. Where he dressed up in a wig, my Death Leopard shirt, put a leather jacket on. Nice. We did like a full, full what, what was it, was it? About like? an
3: hour-long concert. Yeah.
2: It was <laughs> we did like 15 songs. Oh, yeah. We went full out with it.
3: That's awesome. That is awesome.
1: Well, if you guys that- are ever, if we're ever in the same area, I challenge you to do a karaoke off. Right on. <laughs> because. Right on. So, it's uh, surprising. If- my go-to song is always falsetto anything. So. <laughs> You know, you, I'll get some Jackson 5 going for you. You guys will be thoroughly impressed.
3: <laughs> have have um, you ever come across our music video? No. Not. No. Oh, my. Okay. Oh. So just go oh, on well, YouTube. Okay, all right. It's plug time right now. Yeah, all right. Plug so go and plug away.
0: Plug yeah, away. Go, I think yeah, just go. Just this.
3: go on YouTube and type in fight for your right to cornhole. That's a, <laughs> oh, that's a no, song yes. we wrote. <laughs> it's a song we wrote on one of our road trips geez yep. was probably 10 years ago yeah, oh yeah it was a while just ago. long road trip and we're listening to music. and i was like man we can write our own words of that fight for you right to corno and we did it and then we made a music video out of it so, yeah fun stuff fun stuff i can't oh, wait. I it. It. wait i cannot wait I and cannot we're wait. we sing it we're, we sing it yeah we're he's the lead vocalist so on the there. background yep. in it yep. Yep. there we go
1: you know yep. we're gonna end with you guys and pull that right up immediately. <laughs> go ahead. No it's
0: a great watch <laughs> it's funny well, hey, uh, first of all, we wanted to, We kind of wanted to – so we'll start to wrap this up a little bit. Um, is there anybody that you guys want to shout
2: out? Uh, just a big shout out to our sponsors, Slick Woody Cornhole. They're our biggest one. We've been partners – well, we've been in a friendship, relationship with them for years, and we just recently, about a year ago, signed a contract for them to be a sponsor. They make all our apparel, our jerseys, and everything like that. Reynolds bags, of course. And our newest sponsor is uh, Genesis K-Motion Tape, which is a uh, copper-infused tape, which is, helps relax your muscles and everything.
0: I'm and a physical therapist, under- so I, I approve of this as well. Yeah, that Genesis tape, man, that's, that stuff's great. It works wonders.
3: Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, hey,
0: we're hoping um, we primarily have only played ACL events. Again, we've only been doing this for like about a year, but we definitely mm-hmm. want to get out to an ACL event.
3: Oh live
2: yeah, in
0: Ohio. So I know they have a bunch of ACO events around.
2: They got a Cincinnati major coming
3: yeah, up. Got a I, so you
0: definitely got to make it out to an ACO event. We want to definitely just check out the differences, and I think it would help our podcast too if we kind of uh, you know broaden our knowledge a little bit too.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you guys could make his day by letting him tape you up since he is yeah. a physical
0: therapist.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. He might peel that tape off afterwards and try to sell it on eBay. Oh no, 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 yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, seriously, in all seriousness though, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Um, I, when I reached out to you on Twitter, I never thought you were actually going to get back. I'm just some <laughs> random dude. We just happened to start a podcast. <laughs> we joked about it that maybe ten people would listen to it, and you know, surprise, surprise, you know, it's actually taken off a little bit. So Sweet. again, thank you very much for responding back and agreeing to be on the show. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks we're for two,
3: having us. We're her. just random dudes too, brother. We're, yeah, yep, love that. Man. Random dudes oh. are good at throwing a cornhole bag in a hole, right? Yeah, we yeah, for look, sure. look
1: for forward sure. to crossing paths with you guys eventually yeah, here. For uh, sure. It'll
0: be a good
3: time. For sure. For Definitely. sure.
0: All right, my guys. You guys have a good one, okay?
3: Uh, you We'll do appreciate you.
0: Later. Yep.